0: Welcome, friends, to episode 22 of the Fast and Fabulous podcast. I am so excited that this is the first episode of 2023. Thanks for sticking with me after a long break. I hope you had a great holiday and a happy new year. I'm your host, Michelle Montone. I'm a full-time mom, fasting coach, and podcaster. My entire adult life was always centered around losing weight and got exceptionally difficult after having children. I had tried everything, pills, shakes, wraps, counting calories, over-exercising. I was the ultimate yo-yo dieter until January 2020 when I discovered clean, intermittent fasting. Three years later, I'm down 50 plus pounds, four to five sizes, but most importantly, I've been able to maintain a healthy weight for the first time in my adult life for over two years now. So stop counting calories and stick with me because we all have the power to lose weight and keep it off naturally. Best of all, it's absolutely free. Please remember to consult your physician before embarking on an intermittent fasting lifestyle. Also, please do not use any of the following information in place of medical advice. Okay, you guys, I am super thrilled today to have Star McEwen on the show. If you don't know who Star is already, she's a 40-year-old mom of six, and she lives with her family out in Arizona, where she's a fasting coach, author, influencer, and a downright badass. Star is five foot five and she started intermittent fasting in August of 2019. Her last recorded high weight was 207 pounds. By February of 2020, she hit her first goal weight of 140 pounds, then went on to lose more, and now her weight is about 128 to 132 pounds. I first met Star in Jen Stevens' original Delay Don't Deny Facebook support group over three years ago. The first thing I noticed was she was a personal trainer who went from obesity to normalcy through clean, intermittent fasting alone. Okay, so back up. She was a personal trainer who ended up being obese. Yes, even working out daily, eating six small meals a day like she was taught in school was not working for her. She was gaining weight until she discovered clean, intermittent fasting. Star was one of my very first inspirations to begin my own journey to optimal health. So thank you, Star. Thank you so much for all the posts over the years. It's crazy how someone who was a perfect stranger has been so inspirational to me and has just because she's vulnerable and she was willing to share her experience so much over these years. She's motivated so many. So thank you, Star. If you have not already followed her on Instagram, her posts are not only informative, but they are downright hilarious sometimes. Her handle is at Life. That's L-O-V-I-N-G-M-Y-I-F-I-N-G-L-I-F-E. Go give her a follow. You won't be disappointed. Are you new to the fasting world? Jumping back in or maybe just made a New Year's resolution to get healthy and don't know really where to start? With all the knowledge and resources out there, it is okay to still need a bit of help. Did you know that I now offer one-on-one coaching services? Helping others find this freedom and setting you up for a lifetime of optimal health and wellness is my life's work and passion. Visit fastandfabulouspodcast.com to learn more. I am committed to coaching as many of you this year as I possibly can. That is my New Year's resolution. Well, welcome, everybody. This is episode 22 of the Fast and Fabulous podcast. Um, I have Star McEwen with us today, and I am so excited, Star, to have you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, and I really appreciate you having me here. I'm so excited to be here and just talk all things fasting.
0: That's why I love to have you, lady. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time, let me tell you, because you're my first guest of 2023, and so that is very significant because it's January, and what is everyone doing this month but setting their New Year's resolutions and trying to get healthier, happier, stronger? So I've been admittedly stalking you for the past three years. Uh- <laughs> It started in Jin's original, um, you know, Delay Don't Deny group three years ago when I started and it's kind of just evolved till now. So thank you for all of your motivation over the last three years because it's just, I've always, I'm always learning something from you and that's what I, that's what I love about you. So if you could, for our listeners, just give us a little backstory and tell us when did you first discover um, clean intermittent fasting? When was that?
1: Um, so I discovered clean fasting back in August of 2019. I was kind of, you know, just one of those moms. Um, I've got six kids, birthed four of them. Oh my And, goodness. you know, did Trust all you. the at home, <laughs> did all the at home workout, you know, videos when all the kids were little to try to stay in shape and all those things, you know, worked in between babies and stuff like that. Um, and then even as, as I was, through my adult life, I felt like I was able to pretty much control my weight, you know, to be able, I would be able to do this, or I would be on this workout regimen, or I would be, Mm -hmm. um, eating a certain way or doing meal replacement shakes or whatever. But I felt Mm -hmm. like I was always kind of able to control my weight. Mm -hmm. And then I hit about 35 years old, um, a lot of stressful things going on in our lives, you know, dynamics changing and, Mm -hmm. um, it, it, I don't know the weight just started piling on and it just I felt like it was just kind of coming out of nowhere and I was getting away from the gym because life was getting too busy we were building a house and that was so stressful and so it, it, there's just so many things going on and I just felt like everything was getting out of control and the weight was just piling on I was trying to go back to all the things I did my entire life you know to lose yeah. weight and none of them were working I wasn't feeling good i was depressed i was like miserable and and just no matter what i just felt like the weight was coming on and no matter what i tried to do low calorie keto like whatever we would start something with my husband and he'd lose a bunch of weight and i wouldn't lose anything it was just like so annoying (laughs) and so I was just like at my wits end kind of like I don't understand like this used to be not easy but it was never this hard like never this hard to lose weight like I I just couldn't understand and I just I I just didn't feel good at all like at all not myself anything and I had a friend that texted me a picture she was my uh, best friend from high school she texted me a picture and it was of her and her mom and she like looked so good. Not just Mm -hmm. like thin or skinny. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. she, she had a glow about her. Her skin looked great. She looked young. Like Mm. she looked like what she looked like back in high school. Wow. And so I commented, I was like, wow, you look amazing. And she's like, oh, thanks. I've, uh, um, I read this book delay. Don't deny. And it like, it changed my life. And she's like, you should get the book on audible. Cause she knows I don't like to read back from yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so she's like, get the book on audible. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So it took me, I think that was like in July or something like that. And then mm-hmm. and it took me until about August to finally listen to it. And mm-hmm. I listened to it and I just felt like light bulb we're going off like the whole time I was listening to Jen's book. I was just like, Oh, this, this makes so much sense on to why I'm gaining weight. And, and I can't get it off. Cause you know, we understand now that what, what we're doing when we're on a low calorie diet or doing anything, we understand what is happening. Anytime we're putting any kind of food, like things, beverages, anything in, in our mouth that we're spiking our blood sugar. And when that happens, Insulin automatically rises to take care of that, and so now it's like okay, now I'm I'm understanding more. So, anyways, read the book, and I just started going okay, clean fast. That that's what she says to do. Those that don't know what clean fast means, um, it's it means you're only allowed to have plain water, black coffee, or black tea. That's so, it. That that's just the bottom line. The reasoning behind it, I think, is. The biggest part that everybody needs to understand, you know, instead of it just being like this rule and it's just like, you have to follow it, learn mm-hmm. why you have to yes. follow it. Learn oh, what's happening because yes. that's instead of it just seeming like a rule, if you're truly understanding the science behind what is happening in your body, mm-hmm. when you are eating something, whether it's a healthy protein shake, a healthy protein bar whatever, you need to understand what is happening. Anytime you eat food, you have to understand what's happening in your body. And now I recommend to my clients and anybody else that even asked me about fasting, I literally almost don't want to even talk to them unless they've read the book Fast Feast Repeat by Jen Stevens, because I believe that there's so much research that she has done in that book. There's just so much good to pull out of that book. And within the first two chapters, you're going to understand the why behind why you're even fasting in the first place. You're going to understand why all those low calorie diets and all the BS you've done your whole life of yo-yo roller coaster. You're going to understand why that didn't work. And then you're going to understand how you can reverse that, fix that, get your mindset thinking completely differently. And, and learning how to live a sustainable lifestyle of intermittent fasting. And I think that yeah. that's like the biggest thing with fasting is that people come to fasting as a diet. They come yep. to it, treating it like a diet. They want quick results. Yep. They want, they want to know what to do. What did you do to lose weight? I want to do it real quick because in our brains, I think we're always thinking we're going to start something and we're going to stop it. Mm-hmm. We don't feel good. We need to start a diet. And then we're going to get off the diet once we get to our quote unquote goal weight. Mm -hmm. Well, newsflash, (laughs) we're never going to stop fasting. Right. Um, If you slept, you fasted. So another newsflash, spoiler alert, we're all intermittent fasters in this life. Because if you sleep at all, whether you sleep at night or daytime, (laughs) you are an intermittent faster. Right. All you got to do is be more mindful of what's going in your body. And, and, and not be spiking your insulin at 7am with just random crap or bites of this or bites of that. Mm-hmm. Just, just keep drinking water, stay hydrated, and then focus on a meal that's going to nourish your body. But I'm 100%. pretty sure I just went off on a really big tangent. Right. And-
0: I love it. You're I love that the tangent. Answering your question. <laughs> I loved that
1: tangent. I that was,
0: tangent was amazing. But I mean...
1: That's how I found fasting, because my friend, yeah. and then I started it in August. I guess I'll go back to that. I started it in August.
0: Yeah, 2019, August 2019. right? 2019, yeah.
1: 2019, yeah, August. And, it was August, like, I think it was actually August 19th of 2019, I think, is how is the date, if I remember right, but started that day, date, and then um, by February of 2020... Um, I hit my first goal weight of 140 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm, so so it's so that amount was, of
1: time. I mean, the weight.
0: It just came I, off for you. I, I, I mean, just,
1: it just came off. It just melted off. So I what think did you start like Did it, you
0: start slow or did you start like, did you jump in? I kind of ripped.
1: I kind of ripped off the bandaid. I was yeah. more because I'm an all or nothing type mm-hmm. of person. I don't yep. tiptoe around. I'm like, here's mm-hmm. it. Here it is. Well, I'll mm-hmm. tell you. Yeah. Um, so, Jen, when she in delay, don't deny. When she started off, she said that she did like a nineteen five, mm-hmm. where she 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 did Omad. So, I, of course, I started out with Omad mm-hmm. and understanding Omad or one meal a day. Um, is explained in the book as well because it does Mm -hmm. not mean just one plate of food. We can have, you know, a meal and then something Mm -hmm. else or whatnot. But so in her book, Delay, Don't Deny, she says that she started out with like a snack and then Mm -hmm. she had her dinner. And then if she wanted something Mm -hmm. else, she would have something else. So that I was like, I can, I can do that. Because in that first book, Delay, Don't Deny, she doesn't really tell you Mm -hmm where to start or how to start. She's just explaining her story mm-hmm. kind of of intermittent fasting mm-hmm. in delay. Don't deny and sharing it with all of us. Um And so then you kind of read that book and some people were like, well, now what do we do type of thing? And so that's why she made, uh, or wrote the book fast feast repeat. And it's actually called a comprehensive guide to delay. Don't deny. So it gives you a little bit more steps in there and there's a ton more research behind it. Yeah. Um,
0: it's so much oh, more comprehensive. And that's okay. That's It's yeah. a- <laughs> so like we. So if we want to back up just a minute, you said you've done a lot of different diets in the past. You mentioned keto, restrictive calorie, but you were also a personal trainer, correct? Like correct. Were you taught like eat, me- went- eat meals a day and everything?
1: Yeah. I mean, we have a giant book. It was the um, ISSA. It was like an online personal training thing. You go online and you, you have to take all the, you know, on everything and you study this book and you have a giant book, but everything's a mathematical equation in that book. You're, you're always trying to figure out, Oh, okay. You weigh this much. You're this height, you're this age, and you're doing all this mathematical stuff to try to figure out where this person should start out with their calories and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and so it's, it's mind blowing to me now with all the research that has been done with fasting with calories that, you know, all calories are not created equal and everybody's body is going to burn different things differently. So just telling somebody to eat X amount of calories every day
0: is a horrible, horrible plan. Excuse me, but it's horseshit. It's just ridiculous yeah. because I mean, the way I yeah. like, I like when Jin describes about it is the calories in a gummy bear being comparable to a calorie in a piece of broccoli. I mean, you can't, you know, compare the two. So you were a personal trainer and you got overweight and even, even a personal trainer couldn't, you know, what you were given in school, that's what you were doing. And it wasn't working. And it's so frustrating because so many people are in that same, same boat and they have no idea about fasting or they've heard something like, it's starving yourself, it's an eating disorder, blah, 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 blah. And that couldn't be further from the truth. So I want to know, when you were losing your over 80 pounds that you lost, were you exercising? No. Did you hear that? She was not exercising. And that is one of the things that drew me to you because I was like, she's doing this and dang, she looks amazing and she has an exercise. That's so cool. Like, that is so, so cool. So, and okay, so my other question is when you were doing your OMAD at first, were you. Paying attention to what you were eating, like the quality or the quantity or anything like that, or was it just like, I'm going to eat my snack, my meal, and then close it out with something and anything goes. Let's take a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started.
1: Yes, in the very beginning, I was one of those where I would say bad fasters because I really did just come to intermittent fasting was like, wait a minute, I just don't eat. And then I can eat whatever I want. And I ran with that. Like I was like, this is like the best plan ever. I can totally do that. So I would just not eat drink water all day because when I first heard that I had to have black coffee like let me just explain to you (laughs) I was one of those people that people were like would you like like um some a splash of coffee in that cream because I was all cream no coffee almost you know or at least it was like a half and half ratio yeah so when they said black coffee I was like you have got to be out of your mind I ain't a cowboy I'm not trying to drink black coffee like I don't understand (laughs) Like, no, we're not out on the range. I don't need to drink black coffee. I have creamer. Why would I drink it black? So I was like, I'm not just drinking any of it. I'm just going to drink water. I was like, so, like boycotting it all. Yeah. And so I okay. just drink water. And then okay. after about three months, I got really sick of water. And then yeah. I would be like, okay, I'll try a little bit of black coffee here and there. Okay. But, so, but my point is, so no, drink water. And then I would get to my, I had a part-time job at the time. Mm-hmm. I would get home anytime between one and three. So -hmm. I would always tell myself, start, just get out the door. And instead of grabbing, trying to grab a protein bar and trying to grab something because you might get hungry later Mm -hmm. and then, and then, and then just Mm -hmm. grab your water and get Mm -hmm. out the door. So then I'm like, okay, I can do that. That's easy. Grabbed my water, got dressed, got out the door. And I, I would just keep telling myself, if you can, once you get home, you can have something to eat. So then I would get home and it would just depend. I mean, sometimes I'd go straight from work to ball games. So I'd be breaking my fast with nachos and a Pepsi. Like, yeah. and I didn't think nothing of it because I was yeah. like, well, what? I just yeah. fasted and now I, what? This is my snack and I'll eat dinner later. Huh. Um, and so that, that's really, I, I, I really did kind of do it that way where I would break with, with a snack and it wouldn't be the healthiest. And I would eat whatever my family was eating for that day. Um, yeah. And if I wanted something after that, I would have it. But then if not, I would just close my window. Um, so that's how I rolled in the very beginning where I just I, I wasn't being mindful of what I was eating. I All I was trying to do was fast and then I would eat like, you, were, I, yeah. I wasn't, you know, nothing else. So that's all I did in the very beginning. It wasn't until... I was about eight months in intermittent fasting, and all of a sudden one day I felt like it wasn't working for me anymore, if you want to call it that, because I, yes. was, I was getting hungry in the morning, which yeah. i never hungry in the morning, so I was getting hungry in the morning, and um, I, was, I, I just felt like, I, I don't know, I wasn't being sustained anymore. I was able to usually do always one meal a day, and then yeah. all of a sudden I wanted two meals. Like It was really strange. Yeah. I even reached out to Jen and was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? But yeah. then I, I really started figuring out that I was breaking my meal still with my, uh, or breaking my fast, sorry. I was breaking my fast with a snack. Mm. And my snack, I think, was getting too big because I was, I had already been fasting for so long. So once you're obviously fasting for so long, mm-hmm. you're, you're in ketosis every single day, you're burning whatever your stored fat is every single day. And so when my, I think when I would break my fast, I'd be so hungry and I would eat too much of my snack. And yeah. if my snack wasn't, healthy enough. Or even if it was just, even if it was a healthy snack, I would probably eat like say hummus and pretzel chips, but I would eat like half the tub of hummus and half the bag of pretzel mm. chips. And then I would like, I wouldn't be too hungry when dinner came around. Cause I just ate a ton of my snack. So then I didn't fill up on like any nutrients, any protein, nothing. So then the next day, no wonder why I was hungry at 10 AM. Cause I'm not getting any nutrients or calories. So then I'm like, sure. okay, how can I so then I started going, I need to break my fast with my main meal and eat that main meal all gone because that's my jam, right? Like my my OMAD, my one meal, I got to get to th- I got to eat that. Like that's important. And so, yeah. and that's one thing that really helps a lot of my clients too, is breaking your fast with your main meal mm-hmm. instead of snacking. Because sometimes the snacking hole can take you down a garbage disposal of like, mm-hmm. If you break your fast with the wrong things, oh, totally. it, it literally, like, ignites some sort of, like, junk food garbage disposal. If you start with horrible foods, it, you go down that avenue. If you I think start there's with- a
0: science behind it, actually, with the, like, the crunchiness and the, like, the garbage, you know, the processed foods. Yeah, you get almost like, it's like, if, if I break with something, you know, really overly processed or junky, yeah, I feel like garbage the whole day. And then I continue to eat garbage.
1: Yes. And, and, and there's a reason why is because I've, I mean, I've done a lot of research too and they, they literally put the, the big, the the people that make our food <laughs> literally put additives and things in that processed food to make it like it's more addictive than like cocaine. They say like right. the stuff that they, there where it's like, you can't help yourself. Like, like who could just get like, you know, a handful of chips and be all, I'm fine with a handful of chips. No, Nobody. if the whole bag is there, you'll keep eating it, whether you're full or not. And there's yeah. a reason why it's not because you have no willpower. It's not because you suck. It's not because whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, it, it's because it's designed to make you want to like have it. And they're empty list calories like those calories are. you're getting so many calories, but you're getting negative nutrition like at all. So you're getting all this horrible fat, all this processed food, all this junk, all these chemicals in your body, but no actual nutrients. It's insane. So yeah, it's really so, yeah. insane. I started breaking my fast with my main meal. And then okay. all of a sudden I was like, fasting was back on board or working easier. again, easier again. Yeah. yeah. I like, okay. Now I'm, now I can fast longer. Cause I, yeah you know, I was fasting 20 plus hours. And then all of a sudden, I like I said, I could barely fast like 15. and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, So breaking my fast with my main meal, eating it all gone, because that's your jam. And then over time, so it was about around this same time, I think like your body just organically, without you even knowing it, starts wanting and choosing healthier options. 100%. So yes. Like I love Cheetos and I love junk food. I'm a foodie and I'm a super sugar addict. So I have to like limit myself, but that's why I love fasting. Cause if you tell me I can't have something, that's exactly what I want. So mm-hmm. when I'm on diet and I'm on keto and I know I can't have carbs, that is all my brain is craving is carbs. And I feel like I'm going to punch somebody if I don't eat carbs. Right. That's why I love fasting because yes, I can have cake or yes, I can have this food, but how is that food going to make me feel after I eat it? So that's why I coined my little phrase, eat for your goal because yes, we can eat what we want as faster but what we want will change over time. I promise you. If if somebody would have told me that I was ordering Brussels sprouts off of a menu, I would have gave them the bird and been like, (laughs) I will never order bus Brussels sprouts. Just yesterday I was ordering Brussels sprouts and we're all fighting over (laughs) like who, like, you're like, Who am I fasting, like? Yeah, it just yeah. like it opens up so many things like fasting is so incredible on so many different levels that it's just amazing.
0: It just t- changes your whole palate because like I love what you, you your little phrase fast or eat for your goal. Yeah. That's amazing. I I like I love that so much because yeah, in the beginning, eating what you want helps us sustain this lifestyle. Because if if we like if this wasn't a sustainable lifestyle, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here still. None of us would. Right. So eating, but then after, you know, you adjust, you become appetite, you know, fat adapted, you have appetite correction happen. Then yes, you start to crave different things. So Mm -hmm. what are some things that you crave now besides Brussels sprouts that you never craved before?
1: Well, I love avocado toast and I never was really one of those that was like, loved avocado toast until I've always loved avocados and I've always loved toast, but never put it <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's then I'm right? Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, I'm not one of those that puts egg on it. I don't like eggs. So I think that's kind of gross. But other than that, um, I love <laughs> avocado toast. That's like a, a really uh, favorite thing. Um, Did you ask what I like to break with or what? I would like to know
0: that too. So yeah, I would love to know what you want to, what you break with these days. I know you said a full meal, but what does that usually look like? Well,
1: whatever I come up with.
0: Whatever. It's just whatever for the day. Yeah,
1: basically. So like, but what we kind of do just because our life is so crazy and so busy and with having four teenagers in high school, it's a shit show. (laughs) So I
0: cannot even imagine. I'm so scared.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we sit down on Sundays and I write, um, literally on a piece of paper, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm. and I write everybody's schedule on that, what time practices, what time games are that way. I know what day I'm going out of town, what day I'm home, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then, so then I can look at all those days and we can figure out what our meal is for that day. So like, um, I, we have it kind of a little bit planned out on Sundays. And then when we don't do that, the weeks are a mess. Oh yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> having a plan, you guys is seriously like next level. Like you Mm. have to have the plan. Cause if when you, if you just wait till you're like hungry and you're like, what should I eat for my one meal? You're going to be like, Oh, I don't know. Um, in and out sounds really good. Or, you know, you're going to pick like fast food because you're hungry right this minute. Mm -hmm. So always having a plan is super, super beneficial. I think
0: Totally having a plan. I mean, I'm you're inspiring me to get more organized, because I never have plans because my kids are little and they refuse to eat the things that I eat, you know, I they're not going to eat a uh, steak and, you know, Brussels sprouts with me or whatever, I, I decide I, to eat. So yeah, it's it, having a plan. Totally helpful. I, I love that, that you plan your whole week. And it's it does. I mean, six kids, I can't imagine like you're a rock star. Honestly, because I only have two and I can't imagine four more. Uh, yes. So, um, you did an experiment on Instagram a little bit ago with a CGM. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask you about that a little bit. So how, what were your main takeaways? Because I followed that and it was super interesting to me. And I'm, I'm interested in doing it myself uh, mm-hmm. because I would like to, you know, I'm I'm fine with where I'm at, but over time, over the next year or so, I would like to shed a couple more pounds. But I would love to like know what your main takeaways were from the CGM experiment. Ooh,
1: lots of things. I mean, it was really interesting to be able to like eat a bowl of chicken alfredo, and in my head chicken alfredo is bad for you right it has way like too much fat and it's pasta and carbs so it's just going to be terrible sure but, like, i ate a bowl of of course you know my homemade chicken alfredo and i have a lot of chicken in my bowl so my ratio for pasta to chicken is you know like a 50 50 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. or even more chicken than pasta yeah um But, I mean, I ate that and didn't even get hardly, like, a spike at all. Like, I mean, it moved up a little bit. But in my head, I should have, like, shot up really high and didn't, you know, at all. It's so crazy. Um, But then there's other random things that would happen where... The next time I'd eat chicken Alfredo, I did spike a little bit. So then I'm like, okay, well, what the, what's the difference between mm. this time and chicken Alfredo and last time? Mm. And all only type of things I could think of is like what I ate leading up to mm-hmm. that day. So like, that's why you guys, what we eat does matter. So it's like, take all these things that you have learned throughout your whole life with any diet You have been on. Okay. There is good in everything out there. There is good in every diet. There's good in every religion. There's good in every, there's good in everything. So take a little bit of what you have learned from all those things and apply it to your daily fasting lifestyle. So like if you felt amazing when you did a keto diet, then your body might respond really well to a high protein type diet. We need to understand that diet just means what you eat. It doesn't mean we're on some sort of rollercoaster we're getting off of. Yeah. It's just like what your eating diet or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some days I'm a vegetarian, some days I eat keto, some days I'm paleo, some days I'm whatever the hell I want. Like I am all over the board. So I take a little bit about what I have learned though, from all those different diets I was on my whole life Mm. And I try to apply it to right now. But the Mm. beauty is, is again, with all those diets, there was always some restriction. There was always somebody telling me I couldn't have this, couldn't have that. But with fasting, guess who gets to tell me what I can and can't have? My own self. So I now fasting has taught me how to truly have a good relationship with food and that I can trust myself again around food. We would never been able to trust ourselves around food. We've always had to be told what to eat, how many calories, what macros, this, that, and the other, because we have never felt inside that we could truly choose what to eat with our own brains and fasting teaches you that over time, I feel like it teaches you how to choose the foods that support your goal daily. But then the beauty with fasting is like, yes, I might eat for my goal every couple days. But then if I randomly have a hankering for sugar or something or fast food, I can go eat it. And I didn't fall off a wagon, have a cheat meal, no, mess, mess nothing up. I, I didn't do none of that. I just rolled with my daily lifestyle for that day and if that day was a total shit show and I had to go out and eat fast food then that's what I'm gonna do like and fasting gives me the freedom to do that but do I know that fast food's bad for me yes do I know sugar's bad for me yes do I know I shouldn't have it and it causes more inflammation yes so I have to ask myself that's why I got myself these reminder bands made up Star. is this eating for your goal? Because before you even go to put something in your mouth, you get to ask yourself that. So there is no rule and there is no diet, but you know, you got to ask yourself if your goal is weight loss and you are chowing down horrible, you know, foods every day and eating tons of sugar, then of course we're not going to stop fasting but maybe once you're at your goal and you're in maintenance, maybe you can add those things back in a little bit here and there, where when you were actually trying to lose weight and eat for your goal, you were cutting them out. But then, you know, as you go on, like I said, you can kind of add them back in. And that's another thing that I love about fasting because it just it I don't know. It's just amazing. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, it's total food freedom. And like you said, it's repaired your relationship with food. I've I don't know about you, but I've been dieting up and down yo yo since I was 16 years old. And I had a horrible relationship with food. I felt like, you know, like, I think you could probably relate. It's just like, you were never skinny enough, or you were always counting calories or whatever it is. And so to have that freedom to know that you can have a day where you just you know, it's not the greatest eating day. So what tomorrow, you just try again. And it's fasting, it just you go right back. Like I said that with the holidays, you know, going through everybody's flipping out about the holiday weight. And before I fasted, I would gain 10 pounds almost every year. Maybe I'd get like three or four of those off. But every year stacked, 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 Mm -hmm. But with fasting, it's so wonderful because I don't gain holiday weight. And if I do, I know it's just water, inflammation. Inflammation. And as soon as I go back into my routine, we're good to go. Right? So Mm -hmm. it's just like such a a freedom that is just, I I can't scream it from the mountaintops enough. And I know you feel the same way. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you're eating a lot differently now. So, I'm super like, I can totally relate to your have a healthy day, you know, mostly healthy days eating for your goal. Um, what I would like to bring up and I, I don't, I mean, last year you did a big thing and I want to talk about it a little bit. You co-wrote a book. So can you talk to me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, um, actually, so a really good friend of mine, Paige Davidson, who has an amazing intermittent fasting story, reached out to Paige. Yes, she's the best. Mm -hmm. and She's like, hey, I want to write a book. Like, would you want to be a co-author on it with me and Lori Lewis, who is another amazing intermittent faster that we all love. Mm -hmm. and I was like at first I was like no I don't want to write a book I I don't I'm fine like I don't even like to read I don't want to write a book um and and she's like no but you got to get your story out there Your story's, you know whatever and I'm like uh okay so then so then we and her and the um, publisher and stuff like compiled all these People together. So there's like me and Paige and Lori are the, are the co-authors on the book. And then, um, there's, I believe it's 20 other, I get confused with the different chapters, but I believe mm. it's 20 other women's yeah. stories. Um, so it's called Women Action Takers Who Gained by Losing. Um, and it can be found on Amazon or Kindle and all that kind of stuff. So it's basically just our stories of intermittent fasting and how we lost weight. So it's like 20 some women's stories in this book. Um, just telling you their specific stories and they're all so different and so inspirational where it's, you know, women that going through menopause, pre menopause yeah. after menopause, all this stuff. Um, so such a great, such well, a great-
0: That is so cool. And I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. So it's women who gained by losing and you can fa- find it on Amazon for anyone listening, tons of inspirational stories about women And men, is it just Oh, actually just women, just women, women, all ages, post pre menopause, young, old, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your age. It's never too late to start fasting and heal your body. So pick up that book. It's, I mean, it's an awesome book. I can attest to that. So non scale victories. I always, always love to ask this question. I bring it up because I know you've probably had tons over the years. And mm-hmm. so for anyone listening, non-scale victory, obviously any victory you have in your weight loss journey, your health journey, that is not related to the scale because the scale doesn't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. So what is your, I guess your most significant non-scale victory that you've had in the past three years? Well, three plus. Somebody asked me
1: this on a live the other day and it was <laughs> the hardest question to answer. I know. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm like there's so many. Nonsense, there's so many. There's just so many that it's just it's unbelievable to try to even think of them. Um, but the biggest ones, I guess, I would have to say, is my blood work. Yeah, because blood work doesn't lie. Never. Uh, and and when I was at my healthiest, and I can even roll back a little bit. Yes, I was a personal trainer, but I also hired a nutritionist and personal trainer paid $500 a month for three three months to to try to lose weight. And I lost no weight doing their program. And they were making me eat like five or 10 things I could eat only eat. And I had to eat like a shiz ton of food every three hours. And I would like not even be hungry, but it would, the timer would go off to eat. It was awful.
0: Awful. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) That sounds terrible.
1: Remind me back to what your question was though. Non-scale victory. Non-scale victory. So my book <laughs> So, oh, that's why I was telling you this. Yeah. So when I was at my healthiest, eating sweet potatoes with dry chicken and no sauce on it and all this kind of stuff, you know, my, my cholesterol, I have hereditary high cholesterol. So no matter what, it's always high, okay. but there's a certain number that when it goes over that, they're like, mm, that's like past high high so it's you know you, yeah. you need medicine but when i was at my healthiest my i was at my you know my my cholesterol was my in my normal high range but then when i got obese it got off the charts it was like mm-hmm. 360 and then my ldl wow. which is your bad one was like yeah. 242 so okay. they're like I left that appointment with high cholesterol medication at that point. Cause they're like, yeah, you're not good. So take these pills. Um,
0: uh, sure. Take the pills. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then also my thyroid wasn't working. And so that's why I was, Naturally. Yeah. that's why I was gaining weight. Cause my mm. thyroid wasn't working. They gave me these pills and I was supposed to magically be better. That didn't happen, mm. but um, then found intermittent fasting. And after three months I was able to come off my, high cholesterol medication and my thyroid medication because my thyroid magically started working again and I was making too much or whatever, plus taking the thyroid pills. So they told me come off thyroid pills because your thyroid's working all of a sudden, even though they told me I had Hashimoto's and all this other crap. But so came off thyroid medication um, and the high cholesterol medication and I just got blood work done like um, in August Hmm. and I'm like, literally the healthiest I have ever been in my entire life and pause to back then when I was working out and eating like that and everything, or I was working out back then. So I was like working out plus yeah. eating really great. And my blood work was what I, was, was decent. Now I literally eat what I want. I, I do not exercise, but I'm not lazy. So I have to throw that in there. I literally don't hardly ever sit You're sitting.
0: a mom of six. How could you be lazy? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the go. I mean, I sit in the car a lot. So that's, that's a lot of sitting. And, and I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I should get to the gym and at least walk or something. But like, uh, um, yeah, so.
0: I mean, listen, the, the fact that you were able to come off of so many medications, like you did and take back your health and not accept the fact that, You know, these doctors were telling you this surface level bullshit, you know, that Mm -hmm. you had to take all these pills to be healthy and um, you weren't accepting that. And I love that because Mm. we can't take what the I like to call it guesswork in a white coat. And that's not to deem that doctors are bad or anything like that. But we cannot take it all at surface level because it is guesswork in a white coat. And you have to kind of listen to your own intuition. And sometimes you have to dig deeper. And that's how you found intermittent fasting. That's how a lot of people find it. And I hope I we can touch somebody out there today that will start to, you know, take back their health and get off some medications and get healthier. So that's really my goal is to spread this word as much as possible. And I know it's yours too. And that's why I love, love having you here. So I want to talk to you a little bit about, you're a fasting coach, correct? How -hmm. can people, how can people find you? Um,
1: basically on my Instagram, if you just go to love my IFing life on Instagram and just DM me and, um, I take a certain amount of clients, like one-on-one clients at a time. So sometimes I have openings and sometimes I don't, but you can just DM me or get on my waiting list. And stuff like that. Or I also started doing consultation calls this year because okay. sometimes people just have like a million questions that they want to bounce yeah. off of somebody that's, you know, knows a little bit about fasting. And so that's yeah. been super beneficial where people that don't that's necessarily cool. want daily one on one coaching, but they're just like. Hey, I'm having all these issues. Can I talk to you about them? Mm. <laughs> type of thing. So totally,
0: yeah, no, that's a great idea. I love that because, yeah, not you, not everyone needs that daily, you know, hand-holding. It's more like help me a little bit. I need oh, to be a yes. steered in the right direction. Yeah, um, and you know, everybody can go off course. So, if you're interested in Stars Coaching Services, go to her Instagram, um, Loving My If Life. So, how important? I just want to wrap it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure I know the answer to your question here. Community in this lifestyle, how important is it?
1: Um, I believe it's very important, but I believe you want to find and stay connected with the right community because if you're just searching out there on YouTube or Instagram for fasting stuff, you're going to find a lot of stuff out there and you're going to find a lot of people in white coats that have a DR in front of their name that say they're fasting experts and they have not so great advice and, and not all of it is a hundred percent true. And I still feel like people have a misconception with fasting. They hear the F word and they just, To hide and think it's awful and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. But, um, you know, to remind everybody that, like, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for our ancestors. And uh, they all fasted back then. Yes, they did. uh, Like, I mean, people act like fasting is a new thing and it just makes me want to laugh in their face because it's like, come on now. Like there was not Starbucks on every corner back in, you know, biblical times when people are fighting for their food and all this and that. And we didn't have obese people back then. Why? Because there wasn't junk food and there wasn't commercials telling you you had to eat breakfast at 7 a.m. And that Lucky Charms are better than a steak. Are you?
0: Did you Did you read that too? That new oh pyramid yeah. coming? Oh my! I was actually going to ask you if you saw that. I'm like, somebody
1: put a CGM on those people and have them eat Lucky Charms and then have them eat a steak, and you tell me which right. one's better for you. Like, okay. are you out of? Who comes up with this? I think even... it's
0: like coming out of the White House, people. That's like, awful. Our government is telling us that Lucky Charms is healthier for you than a steak. It's laughable.
1: It's ludicrous. It's absolutely laughable. Yes. So, like, I
0: mean, like you said, I love that. Don't go on the internet and start deep diving into YouTube or whatever and go drive yourself into this craziness, this cycle, because mm-hmm. you're going to get all kinds of misinformation.
1: I mean, go the read,
0: fast, feast, like, repeat, right? Yes.
1: Uh, you Jen's community is amazing. You know, Jen has her. Community. Yeah. Um, that's a great, I I don't know the exact, you know, whatever of it. I can't remember like the community, what I think you just go to Jen Stevens slash community, I think is what you go to. And she created her own platform basically. Yes. So like Facebook, but it's, it's, only of fasting. And so yep. you, it's, it's a platform for you to go and talk with like-minded people. There's different groups on there that you join in on and it's amazing. Um, and yeah, it costs a little bit, but it's a thousand percent worth it. So just go do it if expect because like I'm telling you, like-minded people and understanding that people that do do this as a lifestyle. And that's the biggest thing. I believe that so many people treat intermittent fasting like a diet. I know I did when I first started intermittent fasting. So that is why I do this coaching because I want people to not make all the mistakes that I made in the very beginning. And I want them to start out with the good habits right away, you know? So because yeah, you just so listening to too many things. I have so many people sending me reels all day long. Of other people that are making and saying certain things about fasting. And I'm like, and they send it to me, and I immediately go comment some sort of comment on there because I'm like, I see you.
0: You're like, no, <laughs> I'm I like
1: that. that. Yeah, I'm like, that's the most horrible advice I've ever heard is usually what I say. Like, go get educated. That's my other one I say. Because it's like, you're not educated enough. You're just thinking about fasting as a starvation thing. And it's not that. I have been anorexic and bulimic, diagnosed with that in my life when I was 15 years old. So I have been on every spectrum of literally being anorexic and being 98 pounds, almost hospitalized sickness, okay, at 15 years old. And then I've been obese at almost 210 pounds in my life at 35 years old. So I have been on the entire spectrum. I have been through the health, the coaching, the personal trainer, the nutritionist, the everything spectrum. And I'm telling you right now that just controlling the food that is going in your mouth all day long and just being more mindful staying hydrated and drinking water and then eating is so simple don't over complicate it keep, keep it, it simple. that simple and you will feel better if you're tired of yo-yo dieting if you want to get control of your health this is the answer
0: absolutely gosh i mean so many good points i it, it, the yo-yo dieting it, over time, just will completely tank your metabolism. You're a product of it. I was a product of it. So many people are a product of it. You don't have to be stuck in this cycle of madness anymore. There's an answer. It's clean intermittent fasting. So go out, get fast, feast, repeat, start there. Mm -hmm. And just start there's no good time. There's don't wait for something to be over. Don't wait for your, you know, whatever it is, just start.
1: Don't wait till Monday just because no. again, uh, you guys, you're already intermittent fasting because if you slept, you fasted. So you're already doing it. So you don't need to start tomorrow because if you slept last night, then you're already doing it. And, and and for me, it's only nine o'clock in the morning over here. So if I was a new intermittent faster listening to this right now, I'd be like, well, I haven't eaten anything today yet. So Hey, I'm already starting so I'm doing this today.
0: Right. And I mean, you just I like I I like to tell people just start by delaying breakfast a bit and yeah. see how you feel. I mean, yeah. for me that's how I started. It was so easy to just delay breakfast. Oh, easy peasy. Yes. Um and day- then delay more. Exactly yeah. yeah. I just got to
1: lunch. I mean, I did that because I had that part-time mm-hmm. job. So that's exactly what I did in the beginning. I tried to get to one or two was basically what time I got home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just what I would do. I, in my head, I'd be like, star, you can do this. You can get to one or two. And I remember in the very beginning thinking one or two was like, might as well have been 10 PM because oh, it's like, yeah. Ever away, like when you have constant circulating insulin, mm-hmm. you're constantly hungry. That's why you're always hungry on Did your. Did you hear that? Diet. When you
0: have constant circulating insulin, you are always hungry. That yes. is so important. Please, yes. please remember that
1: and so like just because you're hungry or feel that hunger it's probably not true hunger you guys because you probably have circulating insulin so it's like we and that's what fasting teaches us it teaches us if we can get that insulin level low then we know we can listen to our body when it does say it's hungry because it is probably true hunger it's not insulin saying you're hungry because when there's so much circulating insulin it's looking for more stuff so it can go and store it so it's like hey give me more food and so if you listen we, but we don't want to listen just like Dr. Jason Fung's analogy of the refrigerator and the freezer. Yeah. When your body is hungry, do not go to the refrigerator and open it, aka your mouth. Do not open your mouth and put food in it when you are hungry because what you want to do is keep the refrigerator closed. Force your body to go to the freezer and tap into your stored fat. How are you ever going to lose weight on your body? If you are never, if you're constantly opening the refrigerator and feeding your mouth every time you're hungry, your body is never going to have to tap into your stored fat because you listened and opened your mouth at the second of hunger. No, sit, wait, listen, get that insulin levels low, burn through that stored glycogen, start burning your stored fat. You got to get through those steps though. I always say there's three steps to weight loss. And first is getting that insulin low mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you tap into your stored stuff you have in your in in your liver and in your muscles and once your body burns through that then that's when you flip the metabolic switch you get over into ketosis and you're burning your stored fat every single day whether you eat freaking carbs or not you are in ketosis every single day as an intermittent faster
0: did you hear that everyone if you eat carbs or not if you eat carbs or not once you hit in your fat stores every single day once you flip that metal- me- metabolic switch which is the magic of the clean fast. It takes time to get there. But once that switch is flipped on, you hit ketosis every single day, whether or not you're eating carbs. I am here to tell you, Stars here to tell you, we're all here to tell you, it does not matter. Carbs are not your enemy. They can be, they're not for everyone. They could be inflammatory, but they're not your enemy. You can go into ketosis with carbs. I get that question all the time. Right. It's like, are you keto? How did you reduce carbs? Or how did you eliminate carbs? I'm like, I ate carbs. The heck, yeah. Man? yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to wrap it up here because I don't want to take up your whole day. I know you've got six kids. You probably have a load of stuff to do today. We're in January. There's probably a lot of new fasters or maybe people just thinking about starting an intermittent fasting lifestyle out there listening right now. If you could give out just one tip, what would it be? For somebody who's never tried this that could be skeptical?
1: Well, my first tip and foremost is always please go get the book Fast, Feast, Repeat because I feel like you have to read. And understand again, the why, the why you are fasting and what it is doing to your body when you are clean fasting. So once you understand that system that's happening, it'll make you want to stick to the fasting longer. Um, but my one piece of advice too, is take it one day at a time. This is not a race. This is not a marathon or this is more like a marathon. This is, this is not something you're going to start and stop. So like my biggest thing when I get a client my my biggest first thing out of my mouth or whatever is you need to understand that you are committing to an intermittent fasting lifestyle for the rest of your life. You're never going to stop your eating windows and your fasted hours are going to always change as they should daily. And your health goal is going to change. You know, when you don't care to be a size two or whatever, you might have a longer window because you're 60 years old and you don't really care, but you will always fast for the health benefits. So we fast for the health benefits because everybody should be fasting, whether you have weight to lose or not. Everybody in this entire world should be intermittent fasting for the health benefits, okay? Okay, We all need autophagy. And when autophagy, go Google it to see what it is. But when autophagy gets going, that's when all the dormant cancer cells and the dementia cells and the inflammation and your pre-diabetes or your fatty liver and all those things are getting freaking eaten away. That's why our skin tightens. We don't have saggy skin. We don't look gray. We've got our nutrients. Our bodies are literally cleaning out our cells. That's what autophagy is. It's eating away of the bad cells in our body. And then we produce new cells, new stem cells. You guys, you're producing new stem cells when you're intermittent fasting. So over, time we feel better so stay away from the scale that would be a huge probably one thing is the scale is the devil and it does not determine your progress as an intermittent faster at all i have been up six pounds from one day to the next on the scale you cannot tell me that in one day six pounds of fat was gained okay So that right there tells me how much the devil of the scale is. And, and there's no number that's going to show up on that scale that's ever going to determine your progress. And, and we need to remember what the scale was all these years. The scale was a tool to let us know whether we needed to get on a diet because we were too fat or we used the scale because we wanted to get off the ridiculous diet we were on. So we were hoping that we were at our freaking goal weight so we could get off the stupid diet. So that's what we always use the scale for. Well, we're never going to start and stop anything with fasting. We're just going to fast forever. So it really doesn't ever matter what that scale says because we're never going to stop fasting. So, I would just say get rid of the scale because it causes way too much stress and it's way too much of a mind thing. Even for me nowadays, I can't even hardly hop on it because if I hop on it randomly, which that's a big no-no too. Do not hop on and off of it. If you're going to be one of those crazy people with the scale, you have to get the Happy Scale app and you need to weigh every single day at the exact same time, the exact same way, whether that's naked or whatever, and then put that in the Happy Scale app and it'll give you a downward trend on the right side. And that's what you pay attention to because even when I was losing, weight, I would go like 176, 172. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, hot damn, I just lost four pounds. And then I'd be like 178. And I'd be like, what the hell now I'm at the well. And so but when you get at daily average, it tells you, you know, so if you're really one of those crazies, you got to do it that way. My biggest thing is like, get rid of it, because it doesn't ever matter what the scale says, take pictures, um, get some honesty pants and take measurements. I lost um, I don't remember eight or nine inches off of my waist, like oh my what? gosh, like yeah, so take measurements, measurements are way more progress than pictures because you'll start seeing your face, you'll start seeing your love handles, you'll start seeing your back fat going away, you're gonna start seeing all these things in pictures, but your mind will muff you up, and sometimes when we look in the mirror, we might see something. That's really not there. And I like kind of learned that when I was back in anorexic mode and stuff back then where it was like, I looked in the mirror and saw a fat person, even though they're all telling me I'm 98 pounds, my brain saw a fat person. So I had we the have same the-
0: problem. Body dysmorphia. I mean,
1: yes. So we, our bodies are, I mean, we, our brains are going to take a long time of training. That's why this intermittent fasting is a lifestyle. You're going to take every day, one day at a time. So don't be thinking about what's going to happen next week or what's going to be happening. Oh, get all nervous about the party you're going to have. And how are you going to eat? Don't worry about that then. Worry about right now. You can only control right now and today. Worry about today. Eat for today. Never eat for future hunger. So never go, oh, I, I might get hungry tomorrow. I should eat something else right now before I close my window. No, you shouldn't. You pay attention to how you're feeling in the moment right now. Your body will sustain tomorrow, and if you do get hungry tomorrow, guess what? You're going to keep the refrigerator closed, force your body to go to your freezer, and you might burn a little extra fat tomorrow. Congratulations! So, yeah, I, it's I, just that, the that, feeling.
0: Like hunger is just—I like to tell people—it's—is it real hunger or is it just the feeling of being hungry? Mm-hmm. You
1: know, or the or bored or out of habit. Exactly. We do so many things out of habit or because Go take a walk,
0: go Go listen to to some music, go work out, whatever you need to do, read a book. Go
1: clean out your junk drawer. Organize something. Organize something. Like seriously stuff you, that's why I love intermittent fasting too because I feel like it makes me be such a productive human Mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, crap, I don't want to eat right now, but my brain is telling me go eat something. So I'm just going to go clean something, even though it's the last thing I want to do. But I don't want to break my fast yet, so that is what I'm going to go do. So and it's then like you get
0: your mind off of it, and it's yeah. like not hungry anymore, and you make it to your goal, and you're good. Exactly. So
1: exactly.
0: I, I, I mean, Star, this has been so awesome having you here. Thank you so much for all of your wonderful wisdom. I love chatting with you. I hope we could do this again sometime. Yes, um, sure. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And don't, yeah, you too. don't stress out too much with all of the activities and everything. I hope you oh, have a no. smooth week.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much again for having me. I just love getting uh, the word of fasting out there and the freedom that it will give you if you, you know, just do this lifestyle.
0: Oh, 100%. I could not agree more. Thank you so much. I have a wonderful day. You too. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Thank you all again for listening today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow me on Instagram at cleanfastingmama. And if you're enjoying the show, please be so kind as to leave me a review. Fast on, friends.